Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. the problem. You got all the questions? Sorry, Sorry, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way, and it's a new day. It is broccoli in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is it's when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. No one's going to work longer to win your hearts, your trust, and your support. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. from 
Cinema Studio C. It's a dimly lit room. It's deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Never-ending investigations. I realized this morning as I was listening to the news on my way in. That uh, various announcements about Don McGahn decided this, or somebody subpoenaed, or they're holding a hearing. I just, I didn't even, it didn't even move my meter. Right. I thought, yeah. you know, if you, if you come up with something, let me know. Yeah, I, I think, well, polls show that most of America feels that way. So. Right, right. Just like, okay, if something happens, please alert me, but I can't follow this. Yeah, there's some sort of breathless anticipation of some yuck yuck testifying behind closed doors for two hours. How can you talk about that? Mm. It's phony, Jack. Phony, I'm telling you. Well, or it's not, but we'll find out eventually. And until then... Well, the the, uh, the uh, breathlessness, the hyperbole, the promotion that's, that's of it... definitely as, phony. ...as a major event, yeah. Like I say, if it turns out to be a legit investigation, you find something at the end of the rainbow, uh, please tweet at me or, you know, call me. Now, um, don't call me because I won't pick up. Text me. We're on the air in many coastal cities on both coasts, and uh, this headline... Coast- How about that ocean, huh? Something in it. Yeah. Tensions is between... The, the you know way. what it is, the ocean? I, I say this every time I see the ocean. You know what it is? It's vast. Mm. Man, is it vast. Mm. Uh, coastal cities could be underwater by 2100. Well. Worst case scenarios, and I'm a big fan of worst case scenario. Sure. That's the way I like to live my life. Sure. Assuming the worst case scenario in all instances, like Sean just sneezed, clearly dying. Right. Yes. Worst case scenario. Uh, coastal cities could be underwater by 2100. More than six foot rise in sea levels. Six, oh, six foot rise in sea levels would make a difference. Good luck. Good luck. That's Joe's advice. I'll be hovering above you in heaven. Well, perhaps. 2100. Yeah, I suppose I don't have much of a chance to live till then. So, Coastal property in Nevada. Well, my kids will be... Uh, Oceanfront property in, you know, I don't know, Kentucky. My kids will be around 90. Yeah, exactly. They should just plan ahead. You buy a house in Reno, and all of a sudden, you're you're the big deal. Change. It's called change. Yeah. yeah you, what are you anti change? Right. Well, you know what? You, you know what I'm hearing a lot of is air breather privilege. What about the fish? <laughs> the fish are thinking, "Wow, finally a little room to stretch out. We'll have a little extra real estate." And you, with your air breathing privilege, think it's a bad thing. Well, like, North Dakota used to be under the ocean. Is that a terrible thing that it's not anymore, or are we happy about that? I think we're happy about Uh, that. I'm neither, honestly. I mean, I'd prefer that it not be suddenly underwater again for the Mm -hmm. good people of North Dakota, but who cares? It's geological change, Jack. (laughs) The Hawaiian Islands used to not exist. What, are you going to bulldoze them? Because they weren't always that way? It's changed. Yeah. Embrace it. Right. Buy a place in Reno. Yep. And wait. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to get started today. What was the story I was kind of excited about? Oh, we're going to have somebody on to tell you about how you can become a 401k millionaire. Yes. Which I assume step one is be in your 20s. But uh, <laughs> after that, uh, I'd like some advice. Well, listen. Right. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Uh, well, it's certainly not too late for everyone to maximize what they can do from now on. Well, of course. Step yeah. one, but, put a million dollars in your 401k. <laughs> right. It's like the old joke about the wine business. How do you end up with a uh, million dollars, make it a million dollars? Start with five. Um, so, uh, but y- your younger uh, folks, your your kids, your grandkids, your, your nieces and nephews and friends, you can tip them off to what you learn on the Armstrong and Getty show. I'm going to go out of order here just because I have a question. Let's introduce somebody to the squad, starting with positive. Sean, do you have a cold, Sean? 
No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. No. Good. That was just, it was a okay. allergies. I'm, a, I'm allergic to fantastic radio content. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Oh, oh, was that, oh, that explains oh, the vomiting. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. I just, I just don't want to catch a cold. And if you got a cold, I'm going to turn my face this way or something. But you don't think you oh, know, that'll no, work. No, that, that, that Science has proven that. You just turn your head <laughs> away takes, from the people with the cold. It takes very little for me to call in sick to work. If I have even a hangnail, rest assured that I'm using a sick day. By right. the way, my, my finger that I smashed in the garage door the other day throbs constantly. Mm. Yeah, I, would, I'm, I wouldn't be here. I got sick <laughs> days begging to be used. And, and I've actually been thinking about this a fair amount. I've thought this many times throughout my life when I've smashed various things. I'd like to see a video of it. How flat did it get? Oh. How flat can it get? Oh. I'd prefer not to see a video of it. Well, what happens there when you smash your, you know, your toe or your finger in something? Does well, it get I don't flattened? think you squeeze the... Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I don't think the bone changes shape. I don't know. It was a pretty tight space. I mean, it looked like there was nothing. I don't know how it even worked. The metal Burr. didn't give. So no, what, what gave? What sort of metal is it? Had to be the is it finger. aluminum, as they say in Britain? But it wasn't dented or anything, so well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think your bones can, like, compress and decompress. Unless maybe you got a squashed bone. It could be. Maybe your bone at the end of your finger is, like, super flat. It is quite purple. It's mm. not supposed to be that color. There's um, our board operator. Hmm? <laughs> Smashed my tongue in the garage door. Hello. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, who presses buttons, flips toggles, and pulls levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm okay. I'm really groggy. I slept hard, and the thing is, I was you so... You slept hard? Yeah, I, I was so... Per- I woke not up... familiar with that term. What does that mean? Just really deep. I had a really a deep Jean-Claude sleep. Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my wife's family used that expression, but I, really? I was never slept quite sure. Last night? Okay. You wake up, you know, tired, you got a crick in huh. your neck or whatever. I, don't, I, don't, I always thought it was that. nonsense, but... <laughs> I've never heard anyway, of Anyway, I didn't say that at the time. <laughs> that's nonsense. How did you sleep last night? Hard. Oh, that's nonsense. <laughs> well, you know, once we'd been married for a while, I said, what does that mean? <laughs> Back to you, Michael. Well, I woke up so groggy that I, I did something I've never done before. I actually got lost in my own house. It was pitch black. I try not to wake up the girlfriend. And so I found myself walking. Then I did. She's know- in a separate room, I assume. Yes. Yeah. We, we have two, Down the hall. two twin beds, of course. Um <laughs> And so I'm walking, and all of a sudden, I'm pushing on this wall, and I have no clue as to where I am. You're pushing on the wall? Right. I'm, wow. I, I have no idea Were where Were you I'm, doing a Tiger Woods ambient thing? No. I, it, so I ended up behind, like, a dresser in, in the you corner. You ended up behind the dresser in the corner? <laughs> right. Did your bones get squashed? So you I, did sleep hard last so night. So I picked up my cell phone, and I used it, like, as a flashlight and, and worked my way out of there, and then finally <laughs> wow. found my way back the to the hallway and then to the restroom. Are you where I, sure, are, Tiger? Are, whatever. Are you just... Disturbed by this? Do you I think be, you're in Florida? I would be. You think you're I in was, California? Well, I was go disturbed at the time. I thought, me. what's going to happen? Stop me when you I hit this state. I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to have to wait for sunrise so that I can see where I'm at finally. Were you horrifyingly disturbed by this? I would be. Yeah, a little that bit. Groggy. I was just that groggy. I'm just that groggy. in the corner of the room. Can't figure out how to get out. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, what is it? You know, I'm feeling these objects. I don't I have no idea what they are. So it's just, yeah, it was disturbing. It's a but, nightmare. But I'm here. And, and You've I'm, had an episode, as they say. Yeah. Well, congratulations to using your phone as a tool and not as a resource to, you know, call your girlfriend and say, come help me. I'm stuck behind the dresser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because really. yeah, that would not have been a good thing. <laughs> that would have been horrible. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Got to tell you, I'm feeling good about a couple of events. Celebrity birthday today. Actor Lawrence Tarot. Better known as... Hey, fool. This is Mr. T. I did not and know I that. I wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day from one sweetheart to another sweetheart. Love you. 
Miss, Love you, Beat. How old is Monsieur T? <laughs> Mr. T is 67 As years he's known old. In France. <laughs> 67, you said? Yes, indeed. Net worth about a million and a half dollars. So. Is he still rocking the Mohawk? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he is. Uh, have I told you guys the, the, the myth of his multiple chains? How that, how that came to be a thing? But, yeah. Seems like the sort of thing you could have told me and I would have forgotten it. But. <laughs> Before he was kind of a media and television movie tough guy, he was a bouncer at a bar. Oh, right, right. I and those chains tough, right? were the chains of the guys that he bounced. And he just wore them as a, hey, you want to come back and get it? Come on. You can come back and get it anytime. So he is wow. a for real tough guy. Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, that, I, I have not fact-checked that, but that is the story that I believe to be Although true. Although the Mohawk yeah. in the 80s and 90s when he was a big star was pretty dangerous. Now every third grader in America has one, so it's not quite as uh, intimidating, but... And in you honor- know, I slept hard uh, last night. Yes. I woke up. I was so groggy. I thought we discussed Mr. T for five minutes on the show. <laughs> what the hell? What's going on here? <laughs> and in honor of Mr. T's birthday and my successful PGA financial investment once again, oh. gentlemen, this morning, oh. Oh. I am bringing home the bacon. Wow, more yes. gambling winnings for Marshall. Yes. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Marshall. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, May 21st, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and getting we approve of this program. All right, let's get started now officially according to FCC rules and regulations. I'm sure we'll be discussing the big Russian guy from a Rocky movie next. Here we go at Mark. Politics is a crazy world, but when you have the best employment numbers in history, when you have the best unemployment numbers in history, when you have the best economy probably that we've ever had, I don't know how the hell do you lose this election, right? Trump in Pennsylvania last night, which he is determined uh, and said out loud in the rally, he said, I got to win this state. I got to win this state. And Biden was there over the weekend. So you're going to see a lot of the, both of them in Pennsylvania back and forth for the next 532 days, yes. including probably the last day. You know, it's difficult to find somebody who's even slightly agnostic about Trump at this point. But uh, that is so charming to say that the economy like this. How, how could I lose? Which you'd never say. You're, you're tempting fate or tempting people to say stuff. No, he doesn't care. People were passing out left and right during the Trump uh, speech yesterday. We got to get to that. that. It was hot there or something like that. Really? Or, or he's got an evangelist sort of thing going on. I don't know. There, there was a <laughs> the ga- Bible. There was a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, we'll have some more from the Trump rally in Pennsylvania, blasting Biden. House Judiciary subpoena snubbed, setting up a monstrous subpoena. Subpoena. <laughs> Snubbed. Okay. Setting up a monstrous fight. And we have ratings for the most discussed TV show finale in history. That's right. Coming up. Um, how's mailbag look? Oh, it is so outstanding. I call for a rare double mailbag. Wow. Today. Stay yes. tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Bones are slightly flexible, says this texter. Especially if you're young and healthy. You guys, however, your bones are probably like old twigs. So, Thank you for that. Graham crackers. (laughs) (laughs) Try to bend one of those, huh? Huh? Mailbag. You know what you're going to do? Stop smashing things indoors. That's what I'm going to try to do. Mind your fingers. You know, my wife, the way she shuts car doors, it scares me. I'm nervous for her. 
Because I, I just push it and let it go. And it clunks close. She's one of those people who keeps her hand on it all the way to the car. And, and I just... Ah, no, she got away with it again. I have no idea how I shut a car door. I'll have to look Man, I don't time. guide it all the way to the car with my hand then contacting the car. And if I make the slightest miscalculation, boom, they'll call me Niner. <laughs> Here's a freedom-loving quote of the day from Robert A. Heinlein, the, uh, the thinker and, uh, and writer. You ever read any Heinlein, Jack? It's brilliant. Probably not, because it's science fiction, and you're racist no, against science fiction. I don't read science fiction. What's the matter with I'm you? a serious person. Science fiction's a race? Yes, because everything is these days. If Mexican is a race, then science fiction is a race. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's uh, passed along by Ben the Libertarian. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. So everybody draws that line differently, though, and that's you know a problem. Yeah, as I I I really recommend this book on China, the China Dream, China Dream that I'm reading. But it's the lifestyle of these totalitarian countries, what it's like to live there. There's none of that. You're you're constantly thinking about what the government or your mayor or what or your company or whatever is you know thinking about you or how they're what they're gonna how they're gonna react to this. There's yeah. no like uh, I am my own person. I do what I want in privacy. There's just none of that, mm. and we're getting less of that every single day. Right, right. We're getting less of the I I get you know I get to make my decisions on my own. None of your business. There's less of that every day in this country. And for the same reasons as always, they're promising you a utopia if you would just put them in charge. <clears throat> and people fall for it over and over again. Moving along, on a lighter note, uh, John uh, points out that if you listen to our podcasts at half speed, uh, it sounds like we're... Often people say you sound drunk, but he says uh, you guys sounded despondent. <laughs> Talking about the... Uh, Game of Thrones finale, half speed, emotionally completely despondent. <laughs> Did they do that for en- entertainment? Run them at half speed, or I I don't know. I liked it. It to me, it says that four plus hours of awesome entertainment right. just isn't enough. Right. Oh, again with the butt kissing. You What's gotta, up you, with you? You got to slow drip it <laughs> at half speed. It's a six hour show. <laughs> you can get our podcasts at uh, iHeartRadio or or iTunes or wherever podcasts are given away for free because we're stupid. There's a guest shower thought from Phil. Oh, Phil mentions that he's from beautiful Moses Lake, Washington, where Jay Inslee's idiotic campaign to educate the country about failed carbon taxes and foolish dam removal requires doubling the budget for his Washington State Patrol protection detail and travel expenses. Hope everyone appreciates the expenses we've assumed to inform you. Indeed, I would like to thank everyone in Washington State for gifting all of America with Jay Inslee, whose candidacy is really, really starting to gain momentum. <clears throat> Another guest shower thoughts, Tanner, student at BYU in Provo. Beautiful Provo, Utah. <clears throat> Been a fag for three years, friend of Armstrong and Getty. Everyone is out for themselves. Doctors hope you get sick. Lawyers hope you get sued. Cop- cops hope you break the law. Mechanics hope your car breaks down. But thieves are the only ones who hope you do well in life. Oh, wow. Think about it. Deep. Think about it. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's a nice note from... Uh, Kelsey, uh, with the rise of self-driving vehicles, it's only a matter of time before there's a country song where the guy's truck leaves him. <laughs> Hilarious. 
She signs off. I am. Why? I miss it. Uh, I miss when you used to pronounce Yehu with a long A. There you go. Listen, since I was 14, now I'm 32. The other day, a friend showed me something to read, and I had to hold it at arm's length to see it better. So there you go. Thank you, Kelsey, yeah, for hanging that's, around. That's supposed to happen. When is that? And she's 32. Still a young woman. Prime of life. Probably still has flexible bones. <laughs> oh, boy. What? 20, ah, 20 seconds. Nah, we don't really have time. Marshall's news is going to be good. I want to discuss... And then super bonus mailbag in a bit. I just saw up on the TV the ad for the, the new Aladdin movie with the real people. on. Are we, are we okay with this? Do we think this is a good idea, taking all the Disney movies and putting in real people? Nah. As a Disney shareholder, I'm fine with it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Just advertising the hack during the NBA games and everywhere else for the new live-action Aladdin movie to follow up the live-action whatever it was Jungle Book movie. They're going to make them all. They're going to make a live-action Lion King, I guess. So they're redoing them all with live people. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw a clip from that the other day. So it's the same exact movie, just uh, not a cartoon. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Well, the technology's improved so much. I guess you know they think it'll be a little more vivid, a little more entertaining, I don't a little know. more scary. First one they did we'll was do it the, the Jungle Book. They already did the Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast as well. Right. This uh, Aladdin, I believe, is the third. Gotcha. All right. Was Anne Hathaway in the uh, Beauty and the Beast? No, it, it was. I don't care. Uh, is, the, was Mr. T in it? it was is, the, um, <laughs> is Will Smith the genie? Is that what I take correct. from the ads? Yeah, there correct. you go. He's still pretty buff, isn't he? He works out. And his wife of 22 years uh, came out yesterday and said she's a porn addict. Which is interesting. She said she had a porn addiction when she was single. Whose wife? Will, Will Smith. Oh, Will. Really? Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith? Yeah. Porn addict. Isn't that something? Uh, so distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump hosting another raucous rally. Hello, Pennsylvania. 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 An early push for support in that state just days after 2020 rival Joe Biden's big rally in his home state. President Trump rallying voters at the outdoor event Monday night going after the former vice president. Biden deserted you. He's not from Pennsylvania. I guess he was born here, but he left you, folks. He left you for another state. Remember that, please. I meant to say that. This guy talks about, oh, I know Scranton, I know that. Well, I know the place is better. He left you for another state, and he didn't take care of you because he didn't take care of your jobs. Wow. <laughs> so he's going to call out, because politicians do this yes. all the time. They all try to have, like, five different home states if they can pull it off. Oh, yeah. So Trump's going to call him out. He doesn't live here anymore. He left a long time ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. Trump going on to say, it's no wonder foreign leaders are calling former Vice President Biden and begging him to run. Trump said other countries are taking advantage of American leaders in previous trade talks, and he's put an end to that, going on to point out. Politics is a crazy world, but when you have the best employment numbers in history, when you have the best unemployment numbers in history, when you have the best economy probably that we've ever had, I don't know. How the hell do you lose this election, right? So, there you go. So Trump brought up on stage a guy dressed as the border wall. Yes. Wearing a <laughs> jacket that looked like it's made of bricks. That's inaccurate. It's more steel slats than brick. <laughs> right. Um, wow. So if you live in a solidly blue or solidly red state, you're going to see each candidate maybe once. If you live in Pennsylvania, 
in the next 532 days, how many times will you see Biden and Trump? That He'll might, move in with you. That might be the state. Ohio, Florida, Wisconsin? Yeah. Former White House counsel Don uh, McGahn will not be showing up at a House Judiciary Committee hearing today. It's McGahn's, a constitutional crisis. McGahn's lawyer sent a letter to Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler saying that McGahn will respect President Trump's request not to testify. The committee wants McGahn to answer questions about his testimony in the Mueller Russia investigation, and Nadler is threatening to hold him in contempt if he doesn't show up. Yeah, wake me up when something happens. Small group of House Democrats, meanwhile, is urging uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi to start impeachment proceedings against the president. Really? I hadn't heard that. Pelosi has been... Every week for like 45 weeks. Pelosi 145 is... weeks. Pelosi has been telling them they have not yet exhausted all other means of getting the White House to comply with oversight efforts. Well, she keeps pointing Exorcism, out... Exorcism, plague of frogs, every means. Nancy mm. keeps pointing out they don't have the votes in the Senate, and it was a big move over the weekend, so you had this Republican congressman come out and say he is for impeachment. What's his name? Justin Amash. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's, uh, he's more Republican than Democrat, but he's kind of his own thing. So the media immediately ran to the most anti-Trump Republican senator, Mitt Romney, to say, hey, how are you feeling about this? And Mitt Romney said, no, there's no justification for impeachment. So they're still solid in the Senate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Nancy Pelosi's calculation is correct, which brings me to, I want to talk later. There's a book out about the first impeachment that we ever had in this nation, Andrew Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, back in the 1860s. And it's worth taking a look at because exactly the same thing happened as would happen now. It's uh, it's uh well, Nancy knows her history because she was around at the time. <laughs> oh, wow. What was his What was his thing? I'll, I'll talk about that. But cheated, just, cheated at golf. <laughs> the, the long and short of it is yeah, the, the, claim uh, jumper. the other party hated him for a lot of big things, but they could only get him on this minor technicality that the rest of the country didn't care about. Ah. And uh, part of the point of the review of this book was that's what would happen to Trump. You could, you, you know, there might be a chunk of the country that hates him for a bunch of big things that they think is a big deal, mm-hmm. but the impeachment would be about some sp- specific things that most people don't care about. Yelling at somebody right. to fire Robert Mueller. Right. No, I'm not going to fire him. All right. No, he's there. nobody's going to change their vote in the Senate over that. Ratings are out for the Game of Thrones finale. Almost 19.5 million viewers tuning in to watch. Which used to be a regular Thursday night yes. for five shows on yep. NBC. But just, you know, times have changed. It didn't get out in China, though. So in China, where it's a huge hit, 550 million times the show was watched just this season in China. Mm. China! Um, uh, because of the trade war, they couldn't watch it. So Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. So the entire continent there that that'll bump up the numbers a little bit. But so the final season's episode, uh, when including delayed viewing right. on all on all platforms, is factored in. They've averaged about forty four million viewers. That's a huge hit there on, on a pay channel. That's yeah. unbelievable. There you go. And last night in Portland in overtime, the Warriors do it again. Another comeback as they defeat the Blazers here in overtime and advance to their fifth consecutive NBA Finals. Well, starting three Hall of Famers with one Hall of Famer at home hurts seems like cheating. Well, they've got a Hall of Famer and an all-star on their injured reserve list. You get a decent uh, selection of role players around them, their injured reserve list could win an NBA championship some years. It's ridiculous. I'm wearing a Warriors hat today because I root for winners. (laughs) Warriors are going to be facing... They're going to play four games in the next 20 days, the Warriors. Mm. Four games in 20 days. That's uh, really spreading it out. Oh, yeah. They're milking it. 
Warriors are going to be uh, facing either the Milwaukee Bucks or Fear the, the deer. or the Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals. Foreigners. Fear foreigners. <laughs> what? No, that's not what? their this slogan. Is, this is clearly xenophobia. <laughs> oh, Bucks uh, Raptors game four tonight. Uh, Milwaukee leads the series two to one. Do, do they have uh, any sort of uh, Game of Thrones reference going on for? Uh, so yeah, the North remembers the is North, a very common thing you'll see. I think they they got a lot of shirts with that on there. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, their best player, they often refer to him as King of the North. Okay, th- things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. It's not as good as Fear the Deer, but it's <laughs> it's good. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> the deer, the conscience <laughs> of the nation. And of course, the Golden State Warriors motto, which is "You can't beat us. Right. <laughs> we are going to beat you. We're bored, and we're still going to beat you." <laughs> Exactly. Quite amazing. Yeah. Uh, number of things we needed to You said mailbag was so good, you got to double up on it. Yeah, we'll get to thing. that uh, sooner or later. Plus, uh, a bunch of Instagram influencers' account information has been exposed, and we'll have that story back-to-back with an Instagram quote-unquote influencer who ought to be punched in the stomach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and have her account information exposed. Okay. Now, I would never lift a hand against a woman, but if another gal Except wants this to one. punch her right in the stomach, no, I'm not <laughs> okay. punching anybody. Man. Okay. All uh, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This morning, President Trump tweeted that Joe Biden's lead is so big that Bernie Sanders is history. Then Bernie was like, no, I'm literally history. I live through history. I am history. I'm not denying that. It's an old joke. And not a particularly good one. Johnny Depp says Amber Heard painted fake bruises on her face to fabricate abuse claims. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, you remember Jack Nicholson's line from As Good As It Gets? Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're full up here. I'm thinking that house, they could could, like open a shop on Etsy and sell crazy. (laughs) Because there was plenty. Oh, God. Ay, ay, ay. It's tiring to even think about. Speaking of tiring, the very term Instagram influencer tires my hiney out. <laughs> right. I'm it's hard to take. You. Oh, it, it is. So okay. it's such a desperate attempt to make it sound significant. Or uh, like it's not just you're a hot chick, so millions of guys look at you in a bikini, which I find pathetic, by the way, guys. Um uh, and, uh, and this then, is the time. And then you wear a certain <laughs> brand of shoes, and so right. they pay you for that? Right. Again, most of these influencers just influence people to look at their boobies, which is not that great an achievement, really. Uh, some of us don't consider women a sum of body parts. But anyway, uh, there's this company named, well, what it's named isn't that important. It's a, It's Chatterbox. It's not spelled that way. It's a clever spelling. It's an Indian marketing company that... What they do is they look at you and say, hey, look at that. You got uh, 700,000 Instagram followers. Uh, We've got clients. We're going to hook you up with this brand of sandals, for instance, or this brand of hair goo or a hundred other things. They match so-called influencers with advertising clients. 
Well, and they're uh, somehow they they gathered up more information than they were supposed to, and got hacked or something, and then so now there's various girls with with big breasts are been exposed to hackers or something. I don't really care. Um, but if you're an Instagram influencer, maybe you ought to look into this if you've worked with Chatterbox. And then you've got this Polish model and social influencer, Julia Slonska. She's a big deal in Poland, cute young thing, 17 years old. Uh, she's been in commercials and that sort of thing and was uh, interested in getting more influencers or, or followers. rather. See, what I don't get about it is that there's, there's so many attractive women and they all look roughly the same. Mm. Just, I don't know. How can you have that many that have millions of followers? Ah, there's 8 billion people on Earth, I guess. But so anyway, this uh, this gal, this model and uh, influencer and her friends went into a, a famous park in Poland with a hammer and smashed the nose on a 200-year-old uh, statue. Oh, she's the one who did that. I saw yeah. that uh, headline. Yeah. Yep. She knocked yep. the nose off an old statue. Survived the devastation, the horror, the genocide of the Nazis, but this little twit goes in and... Then she apologized on Instagram. She it was she was looking for publicity so she'd get more Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. She said that it was drunk. Her friends put her up to it, and she just wanted to play Minecraft. And I was stupid. Blah blah blah. But then a different model, and why they don't slather themselves with oil and just wrestle over it, I don't know. But she said, "Yeah, your group arrived at the park with a with a hammer and ready to videotape it all." You lying liar. Now, somebody who does that. Now, she is 17. She was a little older. I'd say life in prison. I would have no problem with that. Life Life in prison. prison. Wow. Because in my justice system, the Getty justice system, which is used by several nations on Earth. North Korea, China, Iran. (laughs) There are a couple of African republics. Well, republics. Um, You've got stupidity. Times damage to something precious, times shallowness, times just for your own pathetic gain on Instagram. That is a person who has no soul. It's pretty weak. Put her in a cell. Throw <laughs> you the kid. There you go. There's justice. Shocking that there are some Instagram models that are less than uh, fantastic citizens. Yeah, they're selfish and stupid. So I'm not a regular enough business traveler to have noticed this, but apparently if you're a regular business traveler and like you travel to the same city a lot and take Uber from the same point A to same point B a lot, you've noticed that the Uber charge varies. It doesn't. It doesn't with taxis really. You, you know, you go from your hotel downtown to the airport. It's always going to be the same fifty five dollars for the most part. But with Uber and stuff, it depends on demand, which I did not know. So it varies. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been aware of that. Leaving a basketball game, for instance. I had no oh, idea. Oh, man, they stick it to you. Yeah, it's a practice called surge pricing, <laughs> where if they are getting more people using their apps, asking for rides, than they have active drivers, they raise the rates in, in an effort and demand, to bring man. more drivers out and, into, and, into the market. And I'm right. fine with that. Uh, but Draws the, more drivers out. That's a good good point. But yeah. the Uber and Lyft drivers caught on to it. And so what they started doing, for instance, around Reagan National Airport is they would all turn off their rideshare apps for a minute or two to trick the app into thinking there were no drivers around. Like in a coordinated way? In a coordinated way. Create a price surge. And then when the fare got high enough, they would turn their apps back on and uh, pick up some people at that higher rate. You know what human so beings do? The system. You know what human beings do? 
we figure out what the system is and work it. It's a big old brain. It's amazing. Government policy ought to re- remember this, too, but they don't, or they don't care. But that's amazing. I mean, you, you almost have to admire the ingenuity of it. It's, it's, it's rotten, but... I never know what to think about what the whole... Shame. shame. That's right. Shame. It's the grand shame. models and, and Uber drivers. Shame and Lyft. Shame. Every article I read about Uber or Lyft, there's always um, uh, talk in there about how the drivers aren't making enough money and they're unhappy. But every time I take an Uber ride and ask a driver about it, they're all happy. Everyone I've ever asked said, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Maybe they beat them if they don't say that. Maybe. We're maybe. being monitored. <laughs> they're listening. Don't say anything. Then I throw down some fake vomit on the seat because that's part of my deal. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, if then then don't do it. If you don't think you're getting enough money, it's simple. If Uber can get enough drivers at the wage they're paying, they're paying enough wage. Get the hell what out now? of the way of the market. For I don't follow you. Oh, for goodness sakes. Shocking. Shocking. Oh, speaking of the internet. We don't have time for this right speaking now, really. Speaking of the internet. Well, just, you know, your tacky stuff. <laughs> so there's... Uh, <laughs> I could go any direction. There's... There's a book out about the Winklevoss twins. I'm not sure there needs to be a book out about the Winklevoss. Who are the Winklevoss twins? Those are those two handsome lads who who helped start up Facebook. Oh, okay. With the Antichrist, Mark Zuckerberg, in college 100 years ago. More precisely, they are the people who accuse Mark Zuckerberg of stealing Facebook from them. Oh, right. right. That's why I know their names. Yeah. They say right. Zuckerberg stole the idea from Yeah, they're them. the victims in the Social Network movie. Gotcha. Back in 2010, it was... So popular. I don't know if it was said in real life, but one of my favorite quotes of all time is from that movie with Zuckerberg saying, "Well, if they would if they invented Facebook, they would have invented Facebook." I always thought that was pretty good. What? No, I invented Facebook. I'm the one who made it. So they're saying, "No, they they stole my idea, and I we made this, and he stole it." And he's saying, mm. "Well, if you made it, you would have made it." Ah, I get it. I get it. Although, you know, you copyright an idea, but let's not get into that. But anyway, um. Uh, apparently, uh, they are willing to talk and um, and say, "Yeah, the boy's been uh, evil from the beginning." And there are some good quotes about this too. Um, but yeah, the 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 cute little uh, boyish uh, redheaded Zuckerberg, who I've been calling the Antichrist for quite some time, uh, is is perhaps. Do you have to say allegedly? To after some it? allegedly evil to his core. Do you have to say allegedly after you call somebody the Antichrist, or can you just do that? No, I think you can just do that because okay. it's a religious belief. Um, it's not a the. I would have to check the uh, the United States codes, Jack, the penal codes. But I do not believe being the Antichrist is a federal crime nor okay. a state crime. But I interrupted the point. So your point was you've been saying this; they're saying it. What? Yeah, he he is remarkably good at appearing to be not evil. Part of it is just the he, way he looks. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. look evil. Well, that's 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 the that's the words of a simpleton. No offense, allegedly, <laughs> a simpleton. Uh, yeah, I've known I've known plenty of people who looked uh, thoroughly like. Well, they look like they're in a live action Disney movie, and they were completely freaky. <laughs> he evil. looks like a guy you just met him. You'd say, "Here's my keys. Take care of my babies. I'm going to go off for a week. I'm sure you've got it." He just looks like that kind of guy, right? But he's evil to I'd the core. Be happy to look after your dog. It's like I've been saying forever. If he gave, if he did the same thing and gave the same answers to people, but looked like Steve Bannon, he'd be one of the greatest villains in the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. So we'll we'll have a little more on that to come. But um, 
Yeah. Oh, and they're also commenting on, everybody's commenting on now the, the idea of breaking up Facebook because it's too big mm. or what have you. I don't, I don't I, again, I think the free market is going to take care of that, honestly. Slowly, oh, but it will take know, care of it, you think? I, I was reading in CNBC, I think, the other day that uh, Facebook is now uh, incredibly challenged recruiting on college campuses. Because nobody wants to work for them. Oh, really? They're the evil empire. Did not know that. A lot of college kids, a lot of college techies who have a famously independent streak feel like they'd be going to build the Death Star. Right. Well, how that turned around fast. I think Facebook got away with a lot because government didn't know or understand tech, social media, internet, so they were allowed to acquire companies that they normally wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that for a second. A lot more on the way. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io. For current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.